0: In 2011, my next guest was named Best Male Stand-Up in Toronto. That same year, CBC Radio's Laugh Out Loud called him one of Canada's next breakout stars. My next guest has performed in Melbourne, New York City, LA, Sydney, of course Toronto, and almost everywhere else you can find a comedy club. He's also starred on CBC's Mr. D and will soon be starring in Hulu's Rami. And his comedy album, Good Friend, Bad Grammar, has been nominated this year for a Juno Award. Please welcome to the show, Dave Merhej.
1: Yo, hello, <laughs> hello. How are you? I'm good, man. <laughs> How are you? Pretty good, man. Thanks for Pretty this. Pretty good, yeah. I appreciate no, it. thank you for um, being patient. I think, I think <coughs> last time I couldn't do it, so I apologize. No worries, man. I feel it worked out in the end.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. The weather's better at least. Or as good oh, as you can yeah. get.
1: This is as good as we can get for this month. I feel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully it improves. I hope so. Spring's you know? around the corner. Yeah, that's what I've been saying Did that for say a month. They say
1: that. Did they go, "Spring is around the corner." Yeah. That's a saying. <laughs> that's a, I think so.
0: <laughs> you posted something recently on Instagram. Uh, your dad watching your special.
1: Yeah, it, um, he was watching. Um, Netflix did The Comedians of the World. Oh, he was watching that one. Yeah, he was watching <laughs> okay. that one. So he's watching, it's like a half-hour series. I'm in the Canada section because I am Canadian. Because you're Canadian. <laughs> uh, so they picked like four people from around the world. So I was one of the four of the Canadians. So yeah. it's still streaming. Globally, you can go see it. Um, uh, Dan Smith, uh, K. Trevor Wilson, and Ivan Decker are all the other uh, Canadian, Canadian, yeah. Just watch it. Just do. What you it's do. good. It's good. I like. I like. I support it. I filmed <laughs> it. I didn't film it myself, but I did it and I support it. Now,
0: where where was it filmed? It's a weird space, like because half the time you're looking up at the audience. I'm a looker. Yeah, <laughs> but you're not looking down. You're looking up.
1: Oh, there was like a, <laughs> to a second level. It was the Club Soda, the Club so- Club Soda in Montreal, just for laughs. That's oh, when okay. I was filmed oh, okay, during okay. Just for Laughs, which, if you guys don't know, is a, a big international comedy festival. Yeah. What that your... sounded like arrogant when <laughs> I said. That. I just yeah. want. I want people don't... to be informed. People
0: who don't know. <laughs> yeah. What did your dad think of your? Com- what do your parents think of, of of your act?
1: They're super dope, man. He well, the majority, ninety percent of the whole jokes were about him. Yeah. So then that's why. He, of course, he was smiling. He loves it. He likes when you make fun of him.
0: Does he really? Yeah. yeah.
1: He's, he's super. Do you make
0: chill. him sound like more of a badass than he is, or, or no, is he really he's like... like? He's like that. He's, he's done. Really. He's
1: done others. Yeah. He's. he's <laughs> there's no like. Like, his, yeah, he's like that. man he's a cool character. Yeah. But they're they're cool. My mom's cool. Like, they're just... My mom's just like, hey, man, just whatever makes you happy type thing. They never jammed me up or or told me not to do comedy. They were just like, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. My mom just wanted me to get a college education. She just <laughs> wanted you to go to school. <laughs> and I did. I got a, a college education. So that's all she kind of, like, was cool with. And then yeah. she's like, go do what you want to do. My dad doesn't. He loves it, man. That is I mean, awesome. Like, I think, you know, if I make fun of Jesus... Too much. My mom gets like, because she's like super religious. So okay. she get. that's where she like, she's like, hey, pull, like relax. That's the only time she's ever
0: said yeah. something to me. How long did it take them to get comfortable with you talking about them having sex and having you?
1: Right away. They didn't care They were me. cool. Yeah. I've talked to, I've that talked awesome. to graphic sexual stuff with women I've done. Like, just like, not, I mean like, just like, hey, I went down on a girl and my mom's in the audience. She doesn't care. She'll come up if, if I make fun of Jesus too much. Like, she'll, Yeah. she won't say anything about, if I, like, went down on a girl.
0: But if you talk about Jesus.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so parents from Lebanon.
0: What, what, like, what did your parents do?
1: My uh, dad, my mom stayed at home and raised us. Okay. It was me, my sister. I'm the oldest, so yeah. me and my sister, my two brothers. Did so they have she, to go to university? No, they didn't have to, but, like, they went. They went know, some, Yeah, yeah, My My to call it, like, my brother is a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. He's very fit. Um, and my sister, uh, she, she has three kids of her own. Mm-hmm. I think she had her first kid when she was 19. Mm-hmm. And then my brother, Joe, he manages like a clothing store. Okay. It's like a clothing store yeah. and a club and a bar. No, they don't do, I don't know. if They, they do the barbershop, I think, yeah. all in one place. Okay. And then there's also like a uh, recording studio. It's called Pushers. It's in Windsor. In Windsor, okay. And he's opening up his own, like a, he's going in on a partnership on another bar. So he's, he's cool. doing his thing. And then he, um, at some, sometimes he'll interview rappers. Nice. Like, yeah, I think he went to school for journalism. Okay. My dad would tell people that he was writing for the Windsor Star, and nobody ever told him that. <laughs> he was just running around town. He's just telling people. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah. He's driving around Windsor, telling people. Telling people, he's like, "Yeah, hey, my son, man, he works for the Windsor Star." And my brother, found, my brother found out. He goes, "I don't." People pulled up on him, so that's the type of. Thing. I'm like, my dad's in it. He's living in a sitcom in his mind, but doesn't know anyone's filming. Uh, yeah. What did you study at college? I studied originally advertising. Um, oh, wow. I, it's, it's, I only went to, I only took, I went to college, St. Clair College because my boy, my best friend at the time, Hugo, he took a, he, I was waiting for him to come into school. Yeah. He took a year off from high school. I didn't. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Sorry. So I took advertising and then I knew, like I did all right, but I knew I didn't want a, a comedy I wanted to do and performing. So I was like, I'm not going to put in the work. Like it was intense work. I was like, it's a waste of time if I continue. Because mm-hmm. it's like a thing that you have to really dedicate yourself to. So when Hugo came in, he, we t- took marketing. And I was like, I'll take marketing. So Hugo comes in, and then he's, he, he, doesn't, he does one semester, and he drops out. He drops out. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, but I stayed in, and I met like some good, good like Jad, Jad, Will, Alan, Tina. I met some real good people. That's mm-hmm. such fun. Um, and I stayed and I graduated from with a marketing diploma. Okay. So
0: you knew you already wanted to do
1: comedy. Yeah. So when did that's like when did when
0: did you know that? When did when did that sort of flashbulb go off for you?
1: When I was a kid, I wanted to perform. That's all I I just wanted I didn't know it was stand-up. I just yeah, I liked award shows. I like me and my sister would watch award shows, Soul Train. I was not an award show, but we just watch Soul Train. And you wanted to be just on just stage? It's a performance, yeah. Really? I- yeah, and then we when we would make tape me and my sister Mary and my cousin Danny, we would like my we were at my grandmother's, and Danny and his family lived upstairs from my grandmother's. So we would just make tapes. Like, we, you know, back then, you know, you can make, we'd be like, try to do imitations, wow. do talk shows. We would do like fake sitcoms where we'd give direction and go action and do it. That was like when we were kids, and I would make, like, I remember make, making fun of my aunt, so my mom's sister, and my mom was laughing. I was like, this is dope. But I didn't know what it that was. Is so, yeah. So
0: you just like that feeling.
1: Love that feeling. Yeah. That feeling was there in performance. It's mostly performing. I just always wanted to perform. Yeah. And then it took the form of stand-up, and eventually I wanted to... My whole goal was to find my voice, get into acting, and mm-hmm. be on TV. Yeah. Like that was my... to to you to, Not to use stand-up, that's not a good way to say it, but to to stand-up with a comp- company, me, I can't speak English, into getting into acting was yeah. all my whole goal.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Right. Yeah. There, there's something different, though, right? Like, like stand-up, you're... It's almost like you're naked in yeah. front of people, and... When you're acting, you just, you know, the director's the only person you need to make happy necessarily.
1: Well, yeah, like, it's just, I, um, I don't know, I, you know, like, I love stand-up, yeah. like, I like it, but I eventually want to be in it, like, like, how, I, I like, acting in movies has yeah. always been the goal. I think it's just, like, I, I in Toronto, at least, where I can, when I, where I did most of my stand-up people, friends of mine. Not friends, but they just be like, "Oh, I didn't know that. I wasn't really vocal about it." They're like, "Oh, I thought you were like you want about to the do... acting stuff." Yeah, yeah. They're okay. like, "Oh, you just want to do because they just see you doing stand up." Yeah, and they just they, you know assume that like you're it. and then and I was also I love it, but it's like oh that's what they see you doing constantly, and they they must might have made their own narrative of like that's what he wants to be like. a... Hardcore stand-up yeah. and I was like, oh, no, i I, per- <laughs> not in a bad way. I just I l- really wanted to like, you know Do movies like Chris Tucker Eddie Murphy yeah, Martin yeah. Lawrence like those are the my I was like, oh, I want to do that shit Yeah,
0: so why not why not go to like, I don't know acting school or theater school or something like that? Was that like an option even?
1: Or? No, I just didn't think it went like that like stand-up. I was drawn to stand-up at 14 I saw Richard Pryor, you know on, t- <laughs> on tapes Eddie Murphy Dice Clay I was drawn to it. Yeah. It was in, like, I just, in my head, probably didn't know where to go for acting class. I was in Windsor, Ontario, so I had no, like, concept of anything. I just, in my mind, I was like, you get on stage, you become who you are, and someone's gonna, like, you'll get cast. So, like, that's, I, yeah. at the beginning, that's my whole thought. Yeah. But I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything of the business, so it just kind of worked out that way.
0: Okay, that's cool. Um, What, who, who was your, like, Was it? was there a comedian that you was sort of attracted to in terms of that's sort of the the style that I want to emulate or how did you develop your own Oh,
1: probably Richard Pryor. His vulnerability and his like his honesty on stage was so was so dope to still is. Yeah. He was just he was it seemed like you just it was like just kicking it, man. Yeah. Just just being, just telling stories and just it just it looked like it wasn't like a guy that was telling me jokes, set up punch to me. It was just, yeah. a, there was somebody who was just talking to me. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with set up punch. I'm just saying. <coughs> Sorry, how he was. Mm-hmm. He just looked so, the fluid, it was fluid. Yeah. It was like, he was. He just kind of like tapped the mic and just like, I'm going to tell you about my life for an hour or whatever, my day for an hour. Yeah. That drew, I was drawn to that.
0: Your, your scone joke. Yes. Um, it's interesting because it's not like it's not a joke. It's more of a observation of here are three dudes that come into a coffee shop, that get bewildered about the, a concept of a scone.
1: Yeah, which, not, which I find
0: freaking hilarious. It's
1: just mocking like how they're just like, I don't know, man. I just I think I heard a conversation once, not about particularly scones. And yeah, I, I I was like, oh, that's funny <laughs> to me. But yeah, there isn't. A particular joke there's some there's no punchline i feel no, there isn't, there isn't yeah. at all and like i can admit that, to I... that there's no punchline um yeah i don't know i just kind of start like I, I i would i learned how to write jokes but i read a book you know you know mm. i just learned how to be funny yeah because i didn't know anything about stand-up i was very, very ignorant to it in a sense i didn't know anything so then i just kind of constantly was learning and then uh i was like oh i i want to just be who like not be me because you can't fully be, like it's just a heightened version of me yeah but i just like okay. this structure of how i just was like oh i don't want to do setup punch not not anything against I was like i want to just be able to do what i want to do the idea i had in my head and that's yeah. what i worked on for like eight ten years it's just fine like you know
0: so how do you i'm curious about that so how much of it is is like word for word verbatim <coughs> ver, uh, versus versus i i know i want to talk about these sorts of things, and you just riff on it and and, and go for it. I'm really curious about that.
1: Well, it's just like, well, if I have an idea... I'll go rant it on stage and then if it works and I keep working it <sighs> yeah. so then I memorize it in my head. I memorize the flow of it. Yeah. So I necessarily might not have to write it down. I've just repeated it like over and over over and over and I I've memorized it. Yeah. And then I'll try to switch sometimes the way I get there. I'll keep the essence of or sorry not that. I'll just keep the punchline. Yeah. But I'll keep, I'll I'll switch words to make it fresh. Mm. Like it just sound for fresh myself. For you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How so do you,
0: okay. Okay, so uh, that's another thing I was curious about because so I go to I, I go to whenever I'm in New York. Yeah. Um, I go I go I go to the cellar, um, and I go to a lot of music concerts, and every once in a while I'll go online and I'll say, man, that was a great concert, and they go I watch online, I go shit, they did the same thing, like back in Detroit or in yeah. LA. Um, and, I, and it seemed so fresh. fresh yeah. Um, and so is that how you make it fresh? Is just change a few words. So for me personally, for yeah.
1: for me, yeah. And then it, you know, and then it's I, you know, if I'm up there, I don't stray. I'm not gonna like shy away from just you know talking about what's in the room or what happened to me today. I just worked on that for like years of, of being not afraid. Yeah. Like just the fear, the just you know practicing that. Yeah. It's like you know not being scared to just say whatever's on my mind. That took years for me personally. Other mm. people probably quicker, but. For me, just practicing that muscle. So, if I get to a show and I feel like talking about something, I have that comfortability, and I'm not scared about it. I'm still nervous, but I'm not like like stuttering or something like that. So that helps to it. It gives it an organic, you know, stream of conscious, I guess, uh, feel to it.
0: Um, How much I've I've had this conversation with my 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 wife, my sister in law about comedians performing like it's an art. It's like acting. (laughs) Versus, we got to hold them to account for what they say on stage. As this is them, so if Dave says this and it's uh, he's saying something about gay people or people of color, whatever it is, that we got to hold them to account for that. Where do you do you understand what that that kind of yeah?
1: You know, if you're like being hateful, I get why people would not like. (laughs) Yeah, if you're just spewing hate, then yeah course, I guess people are gonna be mad at you like yeah. I, I don't know even the performer why they would be like shocked at that Yeah, like if you're just like I hate this like if there's if there's no joke mm. Or if it's not clever if it's not charming if there's nothing behind it if it's just pure hate Yeah, but yeah. if you were like Trying to tell this joke and it might have been edgy, but you're not like a malice Like awful human being then you know, I, yeah. you know, I can't tell you not to say that this is your dream and passion mm-hmm. And for the people who are offended I, I it's not you know like what am i going to what am i going to tell you it's like you know that's i, I unfortunately i don't understand yeah. that because i don't think that way okay i could just look at it as like oh he's just is a joke, a joke. Yeah. so i don't know how to get into your to argue i don't know how to get into your mentality so what's the point of me even arguing yeah. with you because i don't understand that i'm yeah. just like it's to, interesting
0: because like i i feel that comedians get put on a separate um separate sort of stage or a level in terms of uh what they say in their act is is, is who they are versus if an actor is in a movie and they play yeah, a, and they play a villain that's ah, it's a guy playing a villain yeah yeah but a comedian is yeah that's that's actually Dave. That's, Dave that's
1: Dave yeah well there there's no yeah you
0: know you know sometimes
1: i remember i think i was talking about being middle eastern which i am yeah and i think i was i don't know what i said man and this white lady came up after and she's like oh man i think like, like you why were you trying to offend them the whole time, I was just baffled. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, not that, it, just because you're white. It's just like, I don't know what, mm-hmm. what's happening here. How did you get that pain? <laughs> like, how did you get that? Like, I don't know. How are, are you that? Like, are you going to be carried? Are you going to be offended the more? Like, are you going to wake up? Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know. How, do you hang out with a lot of, like, Arabs? And you're like, I'm going to, I don't know. It was just very, I didn't know what to say.
0: I don't know if you think of in these times where things are so like politically. Yeah, the, you know people. You you mean if you're on the right or the left, like people quit their families and yeah, quit their friendships because of that, yeah. and and people look to like the late show late night comedians as sort of their source now of news yeah. or of reality and stuff. Do you think we we've given comedians too much responsibility? We as society, too much responsibility to be the arbiters of truth.
1: no I think you should form your own truth. Yeah. I don't think about it. I think you can get, like, inspiration and assistance. But in the end, you're an adult. Mm. I feel like, you know. Yeah. You, you I, should,
0: I find it strange that people do that. Like. It's, yeah, same. I don't. I just go to a club and enjoy the night. <laughs> well, I don't,
1: like, you know, I'll take, I'll listen to something, but I, that's not how I'm going to live. Yeah. Like, I'm not, that's not my, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tied to those words. Yeah. So, if I'm saying if you, like, it's. It's uh, interesting to me when people like hold a celebrity or thing so accountable or are inf- like yeah, I get it, but like they're so bonded to their word. It's like how do you, you're an individual. you can form your own thoughts yeah. and stuff. you can be inspired and listen and take take advice or something like that and be like oh, that's kind of cool thing, but like to fully be like, you know whatever this late night person says I'm in <laughs> and like you have no own thoughts of yourself like form a thought and that's I don't know how to really relate to that I guess.
0: You remember your first paid gig? Ah,
1: <sighs> shit, yeah, I think so. Dude, I think it might have been, my boy used to manage a Yuck Yucks in Windsor, and he called me once, because his st- local strip joint called him, and they're like, we need comedians, we're gonna start, doing com- start having comedians. And he was like, yo, my boy just started, instead of giving it to the Yuck Yucks comic, let me call the boy, my boy. So then he called me, I think it was like 100 bucks. At a strip club. So you do three five-minute sets in yeah. between the strippers.
0: That must be in an act somewhere where you're talking about your first paid gig was at a strip club. well i do a joke it's
1: not even like really a joke i just tell the story it's like i got there and you know you think on the phone you know like, this is the best thing in the world i get to see see naked women uh, you're like uh, young uh, i was like early course. 20s i was like yeah i was like and oh, you're getting paid paid and i get down there as i'm getting down there, i think i had my mom's car obviously and then i got in the parking lot i got full-blown anxiety i go this is stupidest idea in the planet this is dumb so i get in there. I ask around him like there's a DJ. He was cool. He goes, Oh, you're here to do the comedy. He's like, cool, man. And then I uh the manager comes out I think he was Persian or something. And I think he dissed me. He goes, You're the comedian, huh? And I go, Okay. Because I you know, sure. Windsor's like a lot of Middle Eastern people, like, you know, so yeah, yeah, a lot. So I was just like, oh, Okay, man. Like this guy's gonna I, I know what kinda of, what he's kinda of doing. He goes, What oh, you, man. I'm like, I'm Lebanese. He goes, For sure, are you Lebanese? I go, Yeah, man. He goes, Oh, I don't know, man. Your nose. It's a Jew, like a Jewish nose. I was like, okay. This guy dissed <laughs> My me. My wife then.
0: asked if you were Jewish. <laughs> He's like, dissing
1: me, man. It's like, okay. And I went up and I it was it was great. It was like nuts, man. You're doing comedy. Like, I think I think I want like they it, you know, surprisingly, it wasn't bad. Like yeah. I, I got I got some laughs, not, nothing wild. Sure. Somebody kinda like heckled me and then I I yeah. I naturally like he put a five bucks on the, on the stage. He goes, dance. I go, okay. And I kind of like started like fake like stripping. Yeah. And then the crowd just like, oh, they just were like, oh, because the dude got kind of like they were making fun of the guy. And I took his money. <laughs> I like, took the five. I'm like, I'm taking your shit. And they were like, what? but there was one time I think some dude from the back goes, oh. he goes, man, you made my dick soft. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, oh. That could be a compliment. I don't know.
1: No, no. I, nope. In my head, I go, man, I want to really, really do well to make you hard. <laughs> if you're hard after this set, I've done my job. But, yeah, it wasn't, that was, I, I think that was the first time I got paid. I think it was 100 bucks. Yeah. And then my boy worked at 7-Eleven. We used to hang there all the time. And these guys were doing the renovating. And I walk in. Because on the poster, not even a poster, it said that comedy night with comics seen on HBO, which was a, was a, was a big a lie. So I get there, and I'm in the 7-Eleven, and I'm leaving, and the guy goes, yo, are you he goes, "Are you a comedian? I was like, I was young. I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I saw you at, at Leopard's, a strip joint. I go, oh, and then and as I walk away, I think he told his buddy, he goes, I can't believe the HBO guy went to 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this guy doesn't know. One, it's- I'm not on HBO, <laughs> and two, I live with my mom <laughs> and my dad.
0: That is hilarious. Um when when did you, uh, you you talked about yuck yucks? So I want to ask you about yuck yeah. yucks because um, recently they were. Actually, I, I guess it, with comedians, they're uh, people either love them or they hate them. Yeah. What what do you, what's, your, what's your what's your thoughts on this Sorry. whole yuck yucks monopoly and them not letting comedians oh. perform and all that sort of stuff?
1: I I wouldn't say I'm like I've been around that because yeah. since I start since I moved here, so I you know I look I don't have any. It's it's it's. Look, it it's fucked up in a sense that, you know, I I hope everyone does things by properly to other people. I hope people get paid properly and I get I hope there's people are fair and businesses are fair, but unfortunately sometimes it's not. Um at this point like, you know what you could do as the artist, I guess, because it's like obviously they're going to be a certain way and they're going to do a certain thing. You could only better yourself. So I look at it as like, man, just go create your own lane. Go like you know, go put on your own shows, podcasts, build your own base is my is my advice would be my advice to anyone instead of maybe getting into that mix of trying to change something that may not change. I guess if you want to revoke and like start a movement, you can do that, too. But like, I don't know, I don't work with them like like uh, on a regular basis. I'm not, I'm not one of their, yeah. the artists signed to them like I, I'm going to I'm going to be there. I'm going to do Ottawa Yuck Yucks yeah. in, in the in the spring, yeah. I think in June or summer. I'm cool with that. We don't have like I don't like i I I know Mark. I talk to Mark. I see Mark. Yeah. Like when I see him it's all but it's they don't like, tell you where to go who, who Well I'm not with can. them, I'm independently. Yeah. I'm just like doing that one gig and yeah. then I've I've done guest spots there. I just think our we I don't have a relationship, like yeah. business relationship. I'm not assigned to them, so oh, okay. I don't know any like it's been so long I don't yeah. I don't know what the what the what the business is there anymore. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like when I was coming up, yeah, I heard stuff like that and it was just fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, you you can work somewhere. And I just was never like that never really strike 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 me as a place I wanted to be. So yeah. I've worked with them and done gigs with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that that I've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back then, you know, I wasn't hundred percent like sign sign. Yeah. You weren't like
0: a yuck yuck's community. No,
1: I, I was there for like maybe two, three weeks or something, like maybe a month. I yeah. did make maybe three gigs and then I just kind of was like, Well, I, I don't I wanna be independent. I don't wanna just be like with one thing. So yeah. that's sure.
0: What are your thoughts on this whole um, just for laughs, candle laughs was it serious radio stuff? You caught up with that?
1: No, I just didn't know what was I didn't know the full facts, man. Yeah. And I'm just the type of person that doesn't if I don't know the full facts. I know that's maybe like, you know, people people might get offended by that, but if I don't know the whole facts yeah. what am I I didn't know I didn't know what was happening. I yeah. didn't see I like I knew what was happening. like I don't know. I don't I didn't I need to hundred percent know full facts. I feel as a yeah as a me as a person that's not that's how I live you can live a different way Mm -hmm. so I just kind of didn't say it I didn't really yeah because I didn't know what was I didn't fully know what was happening
0: when when did the move happen go to going to is it LA or New York that you're quote-unquote based out of now
1: um I went to LA I would say I've been in America for like four years Four years okay yeah because I originally was going to get my temporary green card so I was yeah. going back and forth and I, I, I then I, I lived in LA for two years and then I moved May 1st of two, 2017 to New, York. to New York so I would say about three full years I think in America
0: yeah was that like the next step you figured I need to because I'm assuming you from Windsor you came to Toronto and Toronto was like I don't know not big enough or not there was not enough happening or, or things going on you wanted to get into acting so LA seemed the next logical step
1: yeah, I've always wanted to go to LA when I, when I don't know, I just had that thought. Yeah. And I visited there for like 6 months like 2007 or 8, I think. And I would visit over time. Over the years and over the years. Same thing with New York. So I just picked LA and then I, you know, when I was there, I wasn't vibing with it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. And Then I moved to New York. Yeah.
0: Reading a lot of comedy there or just In LA? Yeah.
1: Um I was do I was getting there. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's you know, it's New York's more of a comedy place. Mm. Just more clubs and yeah. more places to perform, like stand-up-wise. Yeah, yeah. L.A. is like, you know, you can do acting, right? You just go acting, yeah. And, well, no, you could do all that. Sure. It's just spread out more and stuff. I don't know. I just know New York's just more more stage time. People can get on three, four, five times a night. Yeah. How is New York? I like it, man. You, yeah? I like it. I really like my favorite place is Toronto, uh, maybe because I lived here for 10 years and I wasn't born in Toronto, but I like it. It's mm-hmm. just, it, I, I really love the city, Um, but New York's fun too, man. Yeah? So, yeah.
0: What's your favorite place there? Favorite like, club
1: to perform? You know, man, I mean, I've been moving around too much that I haven't really, to be honest, situated myself there. Yeah. You know, I've performed at the New York Comedy Club. I like that space a lot. Yeah. And i performed at the Cellar opening for um, Mo Amr and Rami uh, Youssef and Ronnie Chang. So I've okay. opened for them. Yeah. And it's fun there, too. But, nice. like, you know, I and Gotham's a great place to perform at, too. Okay. I've been the Comedy Juice there, and then they, they do the Arab Comedy Festival there. So... Those are the stand. It's it's like renovating but it's coming back. But when it was there, I, I liked it. I really enjoyed this. The stand was dope. Those are like some of my favorite nice. places.
0: You you told a story. I can't remember where it was, if it was on um, Good Friend, Bad Grammar. But you told the story about your friend being on stage. And you say, hey, is that your girl? And the guy says, yeah, yeah. move it forward. He's got a, he's got yeah. a piece on it. <laughs> Tell me about the strangest thing that's ever happened to you on stage.
1: Fuck, I think I won. That was strangest i guess yeah i'd like stuff where a guy, a guy was on his way to the bathroom he looked like a kid he looked like he was 19 he was wearing like footlocker shorts it looked like <laughs> and i said something he heckled me and then i was like very air, er- not arrogant i just was like man why don't you shut like i just went at him and he started coming at me and i was like oh no and i was just petrified but he was smaller than me but i was like i can't fight and luckily john avery who played in the NFL and was played in the CFL okay. as a running back? He yeah. we, I, we became friends with him because he started doing comedy. And he was a fun, very funny guy, yeah. and then he stepped in the middle. and He's like a giant dude, like he's muscular. So he sure. stepped in the middle like at the last minute, and this guy kind of buckled. Where was this at? This was at the Fox and the Fiddle. Oh, that, here, that, yeah, no, uh, Richmond, yeah, it's downtown where Hooters is, but it's renovated now. Okay, the old Fox. They used to do a comedy spot upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to be there every Sunday. It was like our it was it was the only place that would give me that like i was getting up all the time so it just became my like home i guess because right. i wasn't with yuck yucks or laugh resort at the time i was just always there
0: nice so, so uh sammy who i don't is sammy a buddy of yours
1: um i know sammy oh, like yeah. we don't we like I, he's he's lovely like we see each other it's a hundred it's like oh it's always a good huh? it's like dad you guys look and... like twins huh you guys look like twins you know man you i with the I, with I, I take that as an insult no <laughs> <laughs> no sammy's cool and i it's, we don't hang like i don't want to yeah, like, yeah not not that i would hang with him I, i'm down to hang but i mean like i don't want to <laughs> falsify how close we yeah. are but yeah he's always what's super he... supportive he always is willing to help performers and artists and i think he's the best yeah. dude he's always promoting on twitter he, if you're like hey man can i do it an interview can i promote he's like fuck yeah dude let's go nice very lovely so that's nice. all i have to say so what,
0: what's this poutine story you got sick with poutine
1: no, what happened with that is we were in Vancouver doing... It's a very funny comedian. Like, all these comedians I've mentioned, look them up. Uh, Dino Archie, he's got, like, two albums out. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he's just great. He put on a show at the Volk Theater uh, Jan- February, January 4th, so this year. Sold it out, you know, independently. It was amazing. It was me, Athemios, who's originally from here, Naxos. He's funny, funny dude, he's Greek. But he's in Vancouver, super funny. Check him out. Chris Griffin <coughs> and Gavin Matz okay. um, and myself and Dino. And we put on that show. It was great. And we all go to like, you know, we party after at the bars. and We're out there till like late. Athemios, I, he he, he, I was like, I think I was trying to see how Athemios was getting home. And I, he saw, I saw him going to a poutine place. And then I, I was like to Chris. And then um, uh, there was someone else with us. Rabib, yeah, Rabib, he's a, he, he's a photographer, he uh, he came in with us too, so it was me, Griff, and him, and we're like, where'd the themeo's go, he's gone, but I, just, I don't know where he is now, we're like, oh, fuck it, we'll eat, so we're just, and there's a guy in front of us that's wasted, man, like, there's no way he, he should, like, he was, I mean, like, he was just bouncing around, like, he just didn't know, I was like, this guy should be, someone should be around him, and he should be home right now, this isn't, like, he's all fucked up. Mink, we all order me chris sit down we're all sitting down the three of us and then that guy is he has his poutine he's a he's going to leave he's on his way out and he bumps into chris and drops the poutine on the floor and on chris yeah. like on his sh- like on it, like his shoes. so all on the ground and we're just like when we take pictures we're like wow and nobody cleans it up the worker sees it, just leaves it there. So we're wasted, and we just eat. It didn't look like it got on Chris. It was just like, what the fuck, right? Or they might have gone on his shoe a bit. And about, like, 40 minutes after, get Chris gets up, and it's all over his back. <laughs> just all over his back, man. And he was just, like, he was enraged originally. Calmed down, then found that it was on his back. But that time, that, that guy dropped it and left. So we didn't waste poutine. It's not my favorite poutine place, but it's just this. This person was so wasted he dropped it on the floor and took off. It's not like he's like I, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna order another one. He f- dropped it and bolted and out. Bolted. Yeah. Just people think it's I was disrespecting Canada because they claimed the poutine, but I wasn't disrespecting no, Canada.
0: Fair enough. You were on the Fr- uh, what was it? The Being Frank show with Frank D'Angelo.
1: Holy shit! Yeah. That was years
0: ago. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that I don't know if that guy fascinates me or if I laugh whenever I see him. I don't know.
1: But what's what's like? How was that? How was that experience? And that, who is Frank? Dude, to be honest with you, um, I didn't. I, I he's a character. I didn't put too much thought into it. I just did, it and I just kind of, and I was like, I didn't want to go into his world. Like whatever he was doing, I'm like, hey man, do you? I I wasn't. I didn't feel it was my place to dissect him. <laughs> He's eclectic, you know what I'm saying? Good for him, I guess. I don't know. Then I kind of just, I don't know any, I haven't heard, like, yeah, I don't know anything. But I'm glad that you researched that. (laughs) It was a day, it was a day, it was a during the day on King Street. Like, it was in a bar. Yeah. He does the show out of the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: does this
1: out of. I felt like, yeah, it was, it was, it was exciting. It was entertaining, to say the least.
0: He's got like he does his, these movies, he produces yeah, it's, himself. It's,
1: you know, yeah. what are you going to do, man? He's a machine. He's, that that, he is, for
0: a sure. that, that he is for sure. He's an
1: entertainment Goliath. Uh,
0: that is for sure. You, I, I never knew who you were until you appeared on Mr. D.
1: That's fine. I, no, okay, good. I'm not offended. <laughs> You're not offended. <laughs> I, it's crazy that I would be offended.
0: Um, I just tell you this, that's where I entered and I saw you and, and you uh, – and I thought you were, the hell, you were hilarious. Thank you, because I mean, I've always wanted to act. So season like, six or season I can't remember. It was seven name. and eight. Just to, uh, and I'm eight. not calling you the out. Last two, s- last two seasons. Last two seasons. The yeah. last two seasons. You came on as a supply teacher, gym teacher, or something like um,
1: that. Well, Jerry, I, I got to thank Jerry D. He saw me do stand up and he put me on the show. So it's all to Jerry. He gave me a dope ass opportunity. But he, it was an economics teacher, which I studied economics in school.
0: Economics teacher. Yeah. Okay. So cool.
1: That's that's the. Uh, it was a new fresh wide-eyed teacher that was love teaching like everyone else is a veteran of teaching yeah that's that's who i my character was
0: but you were like you were doing some sports stuff with him and you well were...
1: yeah i was coaching i was coaching the um I don't know uh, what coach hockey and yeah. then he came in and i became like we were yeah he, were like, he took over the coaching and, yeah. <laughs> i
0: thought it was hilarious i love
1: that scene i think i know which one you're talking about yeah. i had such a great time dude he was he's he's a I had, to, I had to force myself not to laugh because he was just making me laugh so much that I, it, would have, it would have fucked up continuous takes. Yeah. But he's so, I think he's super funny as a stand-up, but just a, an awesome, hilarious actor. It's so funny. His character is hilarious to me.
0: Yeah. So, so you're like the third guy from that show I've interviewed.
1: Who the, oh, Naomi told me that you interviewed, inter- yeah. I just, I because I did her podcast in L.A. in February, and she told me about oh, that. She is, she,
0: so, I, I still got, I still haven't put that up, but that's the next one I'm going to put up. She's so She funny. was, she was so generous. She's great. She was just amazing.
1: She was a very, very beautiful soul man. Yeah,
0: yeah, And, uh, so Maestro was my, was my 100th episode.
1: Sweet, I, yeah. Yeah. I got yeah, a yeah. chance to kick it with him on set, and it was amazing. I told him, I was like, dude, I had your tapes. <laughs> I had, How was it,
0: doing? Like, you're, like, was, was but I had built you.
1: the last I had built the last of the tape. Yeah, I still remember it. And I told him, He goes, Oh, yeah, and I was like, Yeah, these eyes when he sampled that. And it's it great, dude. Such a, I still, uh, yeah,
0: was that like something else? Like, Holy shit, you're here, you are in the same show as Maestro.
1: Yeah, because I grew up listening to him, Chaos, the Rascals. These are all people like rappers that were were, um, Cardinal, Claire, yeah. Ghetto Concept, fuck man, Jellystone, right um so man, i'm trying to think more man uh yeah all that i was big into all that yeah. snow like you know what i mean like all of yeah, that i not snow in there i don't know if well i like, like yeah, yeah i'm I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna front i was into it baby baby is it baby blue sound crew cl- cl- uh checkmate thrust like uh, rap city would play all this and i was yeah. like you know northern touch was a huge fucking classic oh, they were huge. yeah huge i can go on um, like so and maestro was part of that so of course you're like man i can't i was a kid man i had the tape dude i never thought i was gonna be in like a sitcom with that him? guy like a... no i showed i I was nervous and yeah. Yeah, I, you know but i said i was like hey man it's like i you know and it was then we we did like a a, a scene together like a bunch of us yeah. like multiple there was one day we were like kicking it throughout the whole day
0: how How was that experience working on that show working out, out east.
1: I love Halifax. Yeah. I had a great time. I loved it. The summer there. I loved it. I was like, man, I was like, I was like, shit, man. I was bummed out that it it it, it stopped. They stopped filming it. Yeah. I was bummed out. They were like Michael like like Volpe, he's one of the 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 producers. He's amazing. They treated treated us treated me great. The cast was amazing. They're all so so lovely. Like everybody, Emma, Maestro, Naomi, Lauren, like uh just everybody. Darren I know Darren Rose for so long, though. We started like comedy out here together. Like everyone was so dope. Jerry was so dope they made you feel like so welcome and it was just a fun ass experience the, the yeah. tre- I had fun man I always that's what I'm saying I've, I've, I was trying to act in that TV was your thing yeah and he helped me so much he was like hey come come do this and it was like the dream I was like yeah this is what I've been working for as a comic is to get on TV because this is what I want to do I want to be funny on on camera yeah. so I was I was having a I was having an ecstatic time am I saying that word right Static time, so I had so much fun. Filming was fun. Working with everyone, like Mark Little, all these guys are super fun. Yeah.
0: Tell me about Suresh John.
1: Yeah, that, how can I forget Suresh? That, that Suresh that is uh, that, like,
0: he's I don't I don't know what to think of him. Like he's one what? of these he's, he's he's like a character. He is
1: a character, but yeah. he's super lovely guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's lovely and he's very funny.
0: He seems that way. Very
1: funny, and lovely. He's very interesting. Yeah. I think he's dope. Yeah, he's like I hung out with him and Darren because him and Darren are close. Which one's Darren? Darren Rose is the is Bill. That was Jerry's buddy. Okay, his roommate. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he's a comedian. Darren's a
1: very uh, funny comedian. Okay, he's been yeah, he's on. I think he's at. Edmonton yuck yucks, and then he did Niagara Falls. He hosted match game. His list is long. Like yeah, just okay. yeah, he's uh, uh, was writing on a he was writing on an NBC I want to say or CBS show in the states just recently. Yeah, super super funny guy. Yeah. He's my the own, homie.
0: My only Ceres John story was uh, we were going for like a subway sandwich near the IKEA in North York, and we're turning into the plaza, and this car let me go through, and I go by, and I look, and I go, holy shit, that's the guy from Mr D.
1: Oh, he was in the car? He was in the
0: car and let me through. And I go, because I've been following you on Instagram, I said, man, I need to get you on podcast. I need to talk to you. You're hilarious. Yeah. Um, and it was just so funny turning. And, and I go, that's him. Yeah. That's the, he's, he's got that look. He does. He's probably wearing <laughs> sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With his beard yeah. and everything. He has
1: great track suits, too. He's a super funny guy.
0: Um, this this new show that's coming out on Hulu. Yes. Um. I mean, so we, we know you from you know Mr. D comedy. Yeah, obviously, your uh, the, the comedy albums that you've made and stand up and stuff. Um, Rami seems like a that doesn't seem like a comedy. It's it is. It's, it's, is it really? it's, it's
1: both. It's okay. both. You're gonna get. It's both. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's I mean, just. From what inter- I've
0: seen, it looks dark and it
1: looks. Well, it's just an interesting st- uh, show and story and stuff like that. Tell me
0: about it. Like, how'd you get started
1: and what's what's it all about? Um, you know, I don't, I don't. Rami are are allowed to say well Rami Youssef, I've known him since I met him at uh, the Arab Comedy Festival I think when he was 19 he was in a sketch troupe and then we just kind of loosely stayed in touch and then we just became friends over time and super funny comic he was his Colbert set if you can check that out super super funny and he's got I think they just yeah they announced he's gonna film an HBO special for a stand-up so he's he just he's super funny guy I I, I I like his stand up a lot, and then we just became you know friends, and then respected each other's stand up, and then he put me on his shows. Very very kind when I lived in L.A., I stayed with him, at his crib anytime he opened. He was very welcoming. Yeah. and then yeah, uh, he was like, "Do you want to audition? I have this role where you play my friend on on my show," and then um, I auditioned. I did a self tape, and then. Um, I we filmed the pilot and I was I was in it and then it got picked up and then they just it's gonna stream April nineteenth. Okay. And it's about like you know he like it's he's a Muslim dude mm-hmm. who's born in, I, New Jersey or like lives in New Jersey. It's like a really it's about his life. Okay. Like it's like about and his stand up mixed in in there and stuff like that. it's really dope. I don't you know I just uh you're not you don't hear that perspective. You know this is this is new it's very unique in that sense it's yeah. like it's you know you've heard all other stories but have you heard this story from like arabs and, and like have you like i don't I don't know if there's any i, I don't think there's no show out there there's like it like no but there's no show like that that and i i think it's i it's dope man check it out if you have if you have hulu just check it out i'm yeah. telling you it's in it's and it was uh it's it, the production company's 824 and it's shot beautifully done beautifully it's where is, amazing where's
0: it, in la shot in la or? new york new york okay neat you talked a bit about like the arab comedy community and stuff like that yeah tell me about like who, like who's in this what, you, what you, what's like what besides all of you guys being from you know that that place in you know, the uh, middle east you know what do you like what is this
1: what is, like, Middle Eastern comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, What's they the... do the Arab Comedy Festival in New York. There's comedy in the Middle East. There's, like, you know, do you know Maz Jobrani? Yeah. Ahmed Ahmed. Mo Amr. Mo Amr uh, has a Netflix special, Vagabond. It's on It's on Netflix now. You can go okay. stream it. Rami Youssef, You have Dean Abu Dhali, they run the Arab Festival. And it's, like, every year in New York. It sells out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, Atheria Koob She's funny from... Um, uh susie they're all new york like they live in new york uh aaron cater there's a lot man there's a lot of like touring they're touring putting out spe- there was the Axes of evil it was on comedy central i don't know if you remember that
0: yeah yeah it was a while back right yeah,
1: yeah it's like there's a lot of good voices yeah. like even in canada too you, uh, you 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 have like middle eastern people doing their thing and um but yeah there's the, uh, you just gotta check for it there, i think there's arab comedy central i
0: didn't know that. East, and yeah
1: Netflix and the world's of comedy, they have uh, four Middle Eastern comics. They do it in Arabic, so you can just see with the subtitles You're if you don't understand me. it. Yeah. yeah. So they and there is there is middle comedy there, man. Lebanon uh, Lebanon has, 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 I heard, has a dope scene. There's like Wasim out of Montreal. He's a super funny dude. It's just like uh, Patrick Hakeem, a good friend of mine. He's half, but you know, yeah. That's, he still counts. He still counts. <laughs> so it's like I think it's like, and I think with Rami's show, it's gonna it's it's uh, gonna open it all up. Cause it's beautiful, man. You get to hear that perspective and that voice. You get to see how our families grew up and all that. And that we're not just one thing. We're not that stereotype that you see on the news. That's bad or whatever de- hate or depiction you have of of uh, of that culture. You're gonna see it done in a dope way and in a, in a in a great in a good light.
0: Nice. How is it with? I, I mean, I hear uh, Ali Hassan on CBC a lot. Yes. Uh, and you you turned with him on this. We ain't terrorists. Or? Yeah, he's a homie. Yeah, yeah. 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 How how was that experience?
1: I've been I've been doing that show for like a, for like a while over 10 years. So, you Oh, know, so it's like continue yeah, Oh, okay, it's been, yeah, yeah. It just it mean, it started with just a collective of people. Yeah. I started it with um <clears throat> by just having like a bunch of people on it and then it just I met Ali in Montreal and we hit it off. I you know, and then we it just became me and him. Mm-hmm. And now it now it's just like uh, we go on stage together. That's what <clears throat> sorry, that's what we did out there. We went to Alberta. We did Calgary, Edmonton and Saskatoon. Yeah. And we just went on stage together for an hour and a half. And we just kind of like. Riffed like, off each other. Riffed off each other. We did jokes. Like, yeah. you know, we just, we learned, we just worked this two-man two person, two-person show. He's
0: a tall dude. Is he?
1: He's tall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was shitting on his height. No, he's a tall guy. Great guy. I don't, uh, we have, uh, yeah, I don't know why I shit on his height. I am like, tall, I guess. I guess that motherfucker is tall. No, no, he's, he's, he's a, uh, yeah, I think he's taller than me. I'm 5'11". If he listens to this, just yeah.
0: He's tall. So he's tall. He's tall. Yeah. <laughs> how how did the um you know besides being at Just for Laughs out in Montreal, how did the Netflix thing happen for you? I had my
1: agent called me and he's like, "Hey man, they're putting your name forward." And then like a week and a half later, he yeah. called and he's like, "Man, they picked you." And I was like, "Wicked." Yeah. And then I yeah, and then I went to work and then I worked the half hours, the half hour. So I came back to back to Toronto and I just ran like for like three weeks, every day. Two three times if I could on stage and I ran that half hour. You
0: just kept on doing it over and over. Well, and over. I didn't do the
1: full because I can. You know, I, I I I wouldn't get half hours here. I would just yeah. do like like seven minute pieces everywhere and then form yeah. it that way. And then I put on my own show at the corner east uh, like a pop up, not a pop. Yeah, just. Uh, uh, I did three shows, seven, nine, and eleven. I did and I ran the half hour. Yeah. I ran it and then the last show. I I first two shows. I ran it, and then the last show I put it together how it would be done at just for laughs, okay. and then that's how that's how I worked it, and we shot it, July 28th I think it was, and it was two shows, um, and yeah.
0: Nice. You know, I think before it was like you've got an HBO special, like you've made it. Now it's like Netflix that like almost and, and nothing to degrade you but like like everybody's on Netflix now it seems like they are spending um, tons of money on, on comedians but what is it it's mean? not
1: a, yeah it's not a degree you know what it is this is what I this is what I say and um, this is not this is not no, no, no. dissing you or anyone that says this is like yeah when everyone there's, there's would everyone would, lot lot everyone, everyone would be on it every everyone would be on it Like everyone wants to be on it. Like as a comic, you'd be lying. Like only people that go ah man, there's so much stand up on. There are people I feel who aren't on it. Because like, why would you say like it's it's a go. And and people are always like, man, you know, comedy needs to be shown the respect and the fucking moment that it's shown respect. Everyone's like, man, there's too much of it on there, man. Pick a side, pick a fucking side. What side do you want? This is beautiful. Not only because I did it beautiful man you want comedy you want so much comedy beyond there so that it gets that respect and then it's only gonna better for everyone oh, yeah. yeah would do you want them to have two specials on a year no but then then we'll, nobody's eating nobody's progressing no one's doing well no one's creating that that shit's very important i hope they keep pumping out yeah. fucking for that was the, that was my issue with that is that like instead of celebrating it? I know it's easy for me to say that I had one. Instead of sure. e- especially Canadian comics, instead of celebrating it, and se- uh, you know everywhere, instead of being like, oh man, what what are they? They shot seventy-two of them. Man, why don't you celebrate it, promote it, so that we they keep doing that? If you if you how are you hating? Mm-hmm. How are you hating? Yeah, it's so whack that that's in your DNA. It's so awful. It's
0: like there's a huge there's. There's, there's a boom in comedy, isn't there? Yeah, it? and you're
1: just trying to be like, oh, man, there's like 42 of them that don't mean nothing because you're not doing it. Yeah. That's why you say that. It's insane. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say that if you were part of it. Yeah. I get it, man. You, I get the frustration maybe you want you wanted to do one, but to say that, oh, there's too many of them. What? Mm-hmm. There wasn't any years ago. You what you want it to be dry where none of us are fucking working, none of us are doing shit. Yeah. It's just a pick a side. Mm-hmm. Do you want... Comedy to, to take to another level, then yeah, i glad they're putting up so much. Yeah. It's, it's this is the thing, it's not even for you. Nobody, no human out there, like you, people who watch Netflix are looking for shit to watch. No one's just like, Mah. no family in fucking Etobicoke is like, man, there's so much stand up on here. How like that's that's industry shit. Mm-hmm. That's only shit that fucking comedians care about. People out there just what they need stuff to watch. People are posting, what else shows could I watch on Netflix? Yeah. That's who you should be. Yeah, those are the people that count, the audience. I ain't, I ain't trying to listen to, to no comedian tell me anything like that. Every yeah. time they say it, I just go, man, you got the whole thing wrong. This is about progression. Yeah. You got it all wrong, man. Just not good energy. Did it change
0: your, like, to me, I like shit. Like, someone's on Netflix, they're huge. They must, like, did it change Like, are you getting more phone calls, more emails? Like, how did it change Yeah, you get more people
1: to reach out. Like, I've had had people from, like, Italy, Croatia, like, uh, Mexico, like, uh, fucking Peru. This guy guy tweeted at me, like, hey, man, I was having a rough week. Thanks, I watched it. Yeah, this is insane. How how would they? Blossom tweeted at me. Blossom? Yeah.
0: The actress from way back away.
1: She's on Big Bang Theory, but, like... That would never happen you know that's crazy and she yeah. like de- like de- like that's nuts and then just people from like somebody like from chicago being like i watched it six times that wouldn't happen yeah that, that's the plot like did it did it change like where like um i can't walk down the street no but like this is dope dude just to have just to reach a level where you're like yeah i feel like all the work i put in amounted to something that's why that to me was a win there. I was like, yo, this I can at least sit back and be like, yo, dude, I did a half hour that I'm proud of on Netflix. That's huge to me. And getting these people from around like the world to reach out to me that would not normally know who I was is beautiful. And some people come out the shows, they'll be like, yo, I saw your Netflix special, man. They'll be and I'm like, that's great. It's that getting awesome. out there. So yeah.
0: That is awesome. Does does Netflix tell you like how many times it's been watched or anything? No, not that anything? I know of, no. Yeah, no. interesting. How did how did um, this Juno nomination? How did that happen? And, um, and when you got this call, like, were you jumping up and down?
1: I was on a plane. Me and Ali were on a plane coming back from like Calgary, because we had done Edmonton on the Sunday. Our flight got delayed and canceled, and then we came back on the Tuesday. So when I landed, I I'd, I'd taken a melatonin to knock me out on the flight. Woke up, and then, yeah, that's when I found out. I knew they were announcing it, but I didn't know I was going to get nominated. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I knew they were announcing. On Tuesday, woke up, and then my phone had, like, a bunch of messages from, yeah. like, people showing hella love, and they posted it, and I was like, oh. We worked hard on that album, myself, Millen, and Morgan.
0: That was filmed and, here in Toronto, Filmed yeah. here at
1: the Drake, two shows. Yeah. And the people, the crew was amazing. The director, everybody, the editors, amazing. Everybody worked hard. The art director, the dude who did the artwork, Bron, uh, Bronson, he's did so we worked hand in hand. It was amazing. He, yeah. he's, he's super, super talented, and we were proud of it. It's a Macau Productions. They they filmed it. Yeah, it was done at the Drake two shows. It was great. I was the, one of the best things I've ever done because it was uh, they allowed me to just to be me and get my uh, my voice across on a video. that yeah. was like the most me I could I could be, and I loved it. I loved the experience. We kept in everything. Like there was like some like not heckling, but chatter. A bottle dropped. We kept it all in. So yeah shop beautifully man if you get a chance and then so we did was we were like we're gonna put it out as an album as well and then we started putting it out and then we just got and then we got nominated for a Juno so yeah. that's it yeah.
0: so this is your first Juno you're going to
1: yeah because they just brought the category back like a year ago oh, I mean, Ivan okay. yeah yeah dude the category wasn't around for a long time and Ivan decker won it last year very funny dude so yeah, this is this they brought it back. So it's of course, you know, that's amazing. They you know should have it all the time. The comedy's huge. Yeah. Do you know
0: who you're up against?
1: Yes, Shanti, uh, Pat Thornton, Mace, um, and Deborah Giovanni.
0: Okay. So it's not like there's a male comedy and a female comedy. No, no, it's just all together. Just yeah, comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so you could
1: see it if you go to the Junos, man, get all get all the albums and see for yourself and shit.
0: Yeah. Um so they going to your first Junos. Take, yeah. take dad. Yes. Yeah. Have you guys talked about what you guys are wearing?
1: I got to go this week to look what I'm going to wear. My my sister and brother said they're buying my dad some. Um, I don't think he, Yeah, he's just like, I don't, you know, it's going to be he, Is like, he excited? He doesn't know what they are, I think. <laughs> dude, he doesn't know what they are. He's still learning about his cell phone. So he doesn't know. This guy calls you, you call him, and he goes, what? I go, dude, you called me. He goes, no, man. And you're like, what? Like, he's that. Or turns on the speaker and he's talking to my mo- w- my mom with it on his ear, like he's there. He's in fucking. That's my dad. Yeah, he is How those
0: old people in general. Maybe. Well, he doesn't.
1: I don't know if he knows. He knows certain artists probably, but he's not like tuning in, like knowing, like he's not gonna be like, yo, is that Nav? He doesn't know what's happening, dude. I I don't know if he knows Jan Art. I don't think he knows Sarah McCullough. Like he's just, he probably just giddy to be there.
0: Yeah. You know. It's, it's in, where are they? Kitchener?
1: No, London, Ontario. London, Ontario. And it's two, it's like two hours from Windsor, so I, I he's gonna come in on a you know, he's gonna come in, yeah, and stuff. We're gonna kick it.
0: How do your parents feel like back? You know, you started off in in a strip club. You're now nominated. Well, I started
1: in <laughs> <laughs> the Yuck
0: yucks, <laughs> the Windsor Comedy
1: <laughs> Club at the time, <laughs> and I uh, I performed in strip and joint. I think I did that three times. I can't remember the strip joint. Yeah, yeah. I went in with yeah. Go ahead.
0: Do we want to take you any more times I don't know what happened after that. I started
1: talking to the strippers after and I <laughs> and enjoyed it. Insane. I loved it. I love strippers, man.
0: <laughs> what do they think of you now, your parents?
1: They're happy, man. You know, my mom watched the Netflix thing 6 times. She's like yeah. giddy about it. She heard people at her work will come up to her cuz they the last name and then yeah, it's super super dope. She's she's like people at my work come up to me and they're like, "Oh, that's your son." That's dope to me. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like crazy ass uh uh, fame but that's dope it's like you know just for them to be alive and to see like their son hustled 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 they didn't know if it was gonna pan out Mm -hmm. and then to see that to be able to be in their living rooms and watch it on their tv is beautiful and that's why she sent me that picture and that's why i posted it. Is that he could be like yo okay my son you know and he like and yeah
0: do you ever look back what was that do you ever look back
1: of course, every all yeah. the time, man. All how do you feel? Do you feel like do you? I do you feel, feel
0: like you've made it? Do you feel like you're on a journey still? Like, where, like, how do you feel?
1: I feel like you still. I always want to be on a journey. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I feel there's other things I want to do, do, and do more. Of course, man. But like, yo, I started at open mics in Windsor. I moved here. You know, hustled here, slept on like fucking couches, floors. Did like music open mics. Did so much. Hustled for like money, worked day jobs, yeah, to to get to the Netflix thing, and then now to be on Rami's show is amazing. It's mm-hmm. you know I got a green card, didn't know if that was gonna pan out, you know, and, and getting being a, a cast member on that show, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's, uh, it's amazing. It just made it all worthwhile because it's yeah. like I made it, you know, everything I worked for yeah. just to get to the, it was It's I, I have no complaints on that. Did I make it? I made it to myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel so. Do I want to make it more yet? Yeah. That's, that's what keeps me dry but I'm happy with it I, I'm happy that I was able and grateful for all these opportunities and the continued opportunities awesome.
0: I appreciate the time buddy man
1: sorry that we couldn't do it earlier um, yeah awesome thanks man thank you yeah.